So welcome everybody and welcome Sophie. Yay! Hi guys, thank you so much for having me on. It's a pleasure. It's a long time since we've, we've seen spoke. you. Yeah, a whole you. couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me let, let me do the board. Let me do okay, board. we'll do the board. Is that in frame? So, yeah. So welcome to At Home with the Fishers, starring Nicola and Chris Fisher RPT with Make It So. Hey. Hi guys. And this is episode 26. Can I put the board down? You can put your board down now. <laughs> so let's just say hello to everybody on the chat and anybody who's not in the chat. Uh, we've got T plus G making. Oh, Hi, guys. Oh, uh, ages since we yeah, saw them. Yeah, yes. um, Wayne the Wood Turner. Hi, Wayne. JP Woodwork. Hey, up. Uh, I think Leona's on. Hi, Leona. Um, Congratulations with the YouTube as well. Yes, yes. Congratulations, Leona. That's great. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Um, Anna B Workshop. So, yeah, I think that's everybody. So great to have you along. Thank you for joining us. And um, we're thrilled to have Sophie with us as well. Yeah, uh, to be here. Isn't it? To go back to lives with a guest. It it's, is really nice. Well, yeah. this is two weeks on the bounce yeah, now. It is, yeah, so we're doing it, well. It, it's great. It really is great. Uh, and for those of you that don't know Sophie, where have you been? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Half the world children, uh, you know, are... Uh, lining up to make stuff with Sophie. Well, I'll we'll tell talk. you we'll I'll tell about you that. about the kids. That there were those two little boys at Cardiff on oh, yeah. Dylan and, and Hayden. They'd um they'd seen you there and then you turned round to say hello to them and they were literally jumping up and down. It was it was just yeah, so lovely it, to see. Yeah. They were like oh, Sophie, Sophie <laughs> Yeah, they love me. They, they're going to come to the Halloween, I think, Axminster event. So yeah. it'd be nice to actually make something with them. But yeah, yeah, that was really nice. It's very weird to kind of get that response of kids, though. It's it's really surreal. Lovely, yeah. but still, well, it's still kind of. I don't want to give too much away, but uh, for people that don't know Sophie, I'm sure you'll be uh, avid followers of her after this podcast. But what she does with and for the kids is mm. amazing. Uh, so I won't I won't go any any deep into that. I'll let Sophie tell it because it is her life, it's her story, it's her journey. Yeah. But we've had the pleasure of knowing Sophie for quite a while now, yeah. and yeah. Uh, she always yeah. brings a little bit of uh, sunshine, yeah. doesn't she, into yeah. the room? Well, and we've had Sophie here as well. We've had Sophie here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That uh, was a brilliant weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We did have a good time, and yeah, it was. Uh, it was great. Lots we, of tea and bacon rolls. It was lovely. Yeah, uh, cakes and we went out for a meal oh, together. And wood turning. Oh, that, that was a small amount. More yeah. cakes. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we've known so for quite a while now. Yeah, and we've we've actually sort of like we've uh, we've sort of like texted and phoned each other, haven't we, from time to time? Yeah, yeah, yeah we have our mind and stuff. So we do keep in touch, but Sophie's massively busy. Uh, and that's a good thing. Yeah. You too. Yeah. So, Sophie, the first question. Yes, I'm ready. I really love the answer to this one. <laughs> Why do you make? I th I think now I make because it's second nature. It's like just as I was get up and like make myself breakfast, I just find myself always kind of wanting to be potching with something or making or drawing or you know, even if it's just getting the camera out or doodling on a petrol receipt in the car, I've just 
all my always find myself just doing something and mm. I think it's just I've always been like that I think my mom says like one of her earliest memories of me was just sitting for hours and hours in the high chair when I was only like about three like just with a crayon and just collect like a four pieces of paper but I'd sit there for hours and just well not make like make a mess but just just like I was happy enough just to kind of make and create and from that sort of age and um I like learning I think I like to learn something new and I think if you're in the making sort of community and making is what you like to do you never run out of kind of tools you could try or different sort of making or like even new materials you can try methods anything like that you just there's always something new you can kind of venture into sort of thing yeah that's very interesting and tell uh because obviously I I know this but uh you you are a uh, so like a formally academically trained maker as well, aren't you? In yeah, a way in, a, in a sort of way. I went to the University of South Wales to study model making in stop motion animation. And um, I did that for three years. And then I left and kind of did a um, feature film, which is my first uh, sort of film credit. And uh, yeah, the story kind of goes on from that. But um, it was a it was a, like a Welsh firm. And it was their first film and uh, they like pushing forward. They kind of needed to keep on the people who had 20, 30 years experience. And it was only my first job. Mm. So I was kind of last one in, first one out sort of thing. And that kind of, it was a bit of a, a bit of a blow and kind of uh, I was quite depressed. And I was like, oh, I, you know, I've been studying this for four, nearly five years and um, mm what do I do now if I can't have a career in, in this and I've been dropped sort of thing. And then um, like, that's when my friend said, Oh, why don't you start putting your, your making on YouTube and kind of just put it out there. So, you know, just not making for yourself. You're actually feeling like you're people are seeing this. People are like kind of seeing what you're making and kind of pushing it forward that way. And obviously the rest is history, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, that started a, it started a chain of events, but I like, I firmly believe in um, everything happens for a reason. So yeah. if that had never happened, then I would never have the mini makers. I wouldn't have a YouTube channel. I wouldn't have met any of you guys, um, anything like that. So it definitely, that kind of, you know, blow and kind of little bubble of thing that I just didn't want to make. And kind of after losing that job, then it kind of started a chain of events that, you know, I wouldn't change for the world. Mm. It seems to me that you're kind of doing the things that you were meant to do, really. Yeah. Being so well suited to what you're doing and, um, you know, how you're doing stuff with the kids and how much they all get out of it. Yeah. And like that's what I was talking a bit about yesterday. It was it was because of YouTube that the mini makers started. It was only because I was making sort of miniature dioramas then. So kind of staying within the stop motion um, model making route but just kind of making the models to put on YouTube mm. so just kind of doing simple tutorials of those putting them onto YouTube and then finding that there was kids watching them and like the makers community were like showing their kids and you know handing the iPad that they not might not be technically interested in what I'm doing but their kids would be and yeah. um, I had a few like um, comments and posts and you know my kids have copied you from your videos doing this and that was just it was unbelievable to kind of get that reaction it was it was so surreal 
but mm-hmm. just lovely and it's kind of a, an incentive then you want to keep keep doing that it's, it's addictive and you want to keep spreading the word and if these kids all over the world I think the first mini maker was in Canada so you know just to kind of keep doing that and keep growing that way yeah so is that what you want to do you want to sort of grow the mini maker part of what you're doing yeah because at at the moment I'm kind of like painting commissions and doing like the the pop vinyl um toys Mm -hmm. and selling those as um as a custom cut to kind of cover my bills but then I would I would really love to kind of push mini makers and still like even with the paintings and the the Funko Pops it crosses over like the kids would be interested in doing those as well so um anything that I can do to like encourage and inspire the mini makers but um I'd love to go around schools and eventually in the next few years I'd like to have sort of a like a creator studio where the kids come to me or I can go to them on a regular basis and um kind of grow that way as well as um online so I'm sharing um all the maker communities kids and resharing their work but I'm actually working with the kids as well mm. in the weeks mm. so have you been doing quite a bit at um the Cardiff store with yeah did you do that over the summer yeah two events in Cardiff store and then one in Basingstoke and they went brilliantly they they did go really well because Axminster have got like the beat the boredom workshops yeah, yeah, so they're yeah. kind of moving into that sort of thing to encourage the kids as well because yeah. really and I think Lee is is brilliant like the the store manager at Cardiff yeah. and he's so he's so keen on getting the kids involved because really they're, they're future customers you want to be inspiring these kids mm-hmm to make stuff so then they're away from the tablets they're away from their playstations they want to make things every day and in a way in a a way they're not they are future customers they'll be future customers in their own right yeah now they're they're customers by proxy and their mum and dads are buying them stuff from you know so it's like you know they'll be get being bought their first you know box of screws and yeah glue guns and first set of screwdrivers yeah. you know to make stuff mm. uh, yeah that, that you've sort of like inspired in them so i think yeah future make uh, future customers but i think really already customers just yeah exactly that's it for them and yeah. also you get the kids wanting stuff and the, the parents aren't really into things well, you get the parents in a store buying the kids stuff and they end up buying stuff as well so it's kind of it's a win-win isn't it it? yeah it works both ways and it definitely happened in um the robot workshop i did in cardiff store Um, it was just like putting scrap bits of wood together and uh, the feedback i had for the robots were absolutely insane because they were like people like saying what a brilliant this idea is because most people like i'd throw this away but like my kids would love making robots out of this. They'd love it because it's just, you know, a few nuts and bolts and pipe cleaners and googly eyes. And you've you've got a character that the kids can play with straight away. Mm-hmm. And um, even now, like I had about, I think Lee came back and said, oh, we've had a few glue gun sales today. And I was like, oh, well, that's yeah. that's my job done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the glue gun vibe everywhere. Yeah, they'll have you back, you see. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. That's cool. That's cool. So we've talked a bit about the maker community, and I suspect yeah. that you've had a lot from the maker community. Yeah. What What has the maker community given you? A lot. <laughs> um, 
I, I think the <laughs> full stop. <laughs> but no, I, I think um a second family, I think, is is the best way to describe it. Because like whereas before I was kind of making for myself, um now I find if if I make anything, I've got like an audience for my stuff because my projects are a bit weird and wacky even if I just put a video out, I know there'll be someone in the maker community that will like it because this is something that they do, mm. um, as well as inspiration, as well as, you know, tools, materials. You know, people have been so nice in terms of mini makers just to kind of say, you know, we'll give you this, you know, we'll give you that for like paper and, and vinyl and all sorts of things just so the kids can use them because at the end of the day, people throw out half the stuff that I can use for the kids and like scrap wood and um there was a there was a company that um, my friend John worked for in Bridgend that they were clearing out all this old vinyl that was no use it was just going to go um in the rubbish or to be burnt or stuff and you know I took it to the Axminster store and they were making capes for their Lego figures out of the stuff so it's like this it wouldn't have happened if um you know you didn't offer it so it's unbelievable but yeah and yourselves like the you know the the wood turning weekend like just what you've you've done for me there is the basic skills that i could forward on to the to the kids mm. you know even if it's just spindle turning i make those snowmen and i just make the rough shape i can give those to the kids and then they paint them and they you know do what they like so it's just yeah. it's everything it's, it's skills inspiration it's materials um yeah I can't speak highly enough of of the whole community because they've been so good to me yeah yeah well we say it every time it's such a special community yeah. and you know the people that we know and some of them you know we don't see that often but when you see them it's they're just like old friends and yeah. it's yeah I mean I just repeat myself every time but it's unlike yeah. anything I've ever come across yeah, definitely. It's like it is like a family. It's just yeah. it doesn't really matter how much time is in between because it was like Maker Central and then the other Maker Central. It was like that whole gap between those two shows. But when you were there, it felt like you'd known the people for ages because you, you kind of keep up with their stories and kind of keep up with yeah. their Instagram and YouTube videos and how they're doing and you see them a lot. And it's even a bit awkward when like you see someone, they don't really know you and you're like, Oh, but I watch your videos all the time. Like you don't really know me, but um, <laughs> I'm just kind of introducing myself to you here. <laughs> yeah, you get people just sort, sort of like tapping you on the shoulder. Oh yeah, Sophie, and oh yeah, I know all about you. And it's sort of like it's great, and you get this real, real great buzz. And yeah, you get this you know sense of uh, you know overwhelming happiness, don't you, when someone comes and says, oh wow yeah i've been watching you for ages and all it's so great and i re remember now when i was demonstrating at makers this year you were camped out pretty much yeah. opposite me yeah you know, yeah the table were all set up and it was i remember i went and had a feel uh a bit during in between demos and then after the event yeah and it was just controlled chaos yeah it, it is it did make me chuckle and i thought <laughs> these kids you know, because when I was doing my demos, I was concentrating a lot and I, could, I couldn't see what was going on. But I had my little smile and chuckle to myself thinking, this just reeks of huge fun. Yeah. This pile of controlled chaos here 
you know, and it's just, it's, it is amazing. It is amazing. And, you know, us having kids and, you know, uh, being parents and things like that, you know, it is at the forefront of your mind all the time, the happiness of your children and the well-being. And yeah. you that in spades, you know, it's just like one factor to the nth degree. You know, kids love doing it, don't they? Mm -hmm. Messing about, yeah. you know, glue, yeah. sticky stuff, you yeah. know, wood, metal, whatever, fabric. And, you know, you're giving the kids exactly what they want. Yeah, it's because even if it's not in in so much in schools anymore but like even in those events alone like there's there's like the demonstrations going on there's people selling stuff so even if those few corners that the kids can come over just yeah. kind of let loose for a couple of minutes mm. and then they, they're kind of just getting that energy and their imagination out and that's yeah. what i love being next to to be honest is their imagination because even like like i said those robots i did yeah. and it was just a head a body and then four like pieces of dowel for the legs and arms and this this one little girl, Erin, she um she kind of listened to what I was kind of saying and was was nodding and agreeing. And then she said, "You know, I've listened to everything you've got to say, but I'm going to make a tortoise." I was <laughs> like, "It's fair enough. That's you know, I'm I'm only here to give you the stuff. It's like if you want to make a tortoise, then oh. you go for it. <laughs> tortoise robot. <laughs> That's classic. I love that. What was your tortoise called? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was real though <laughs> yeah this this wasn't real this this had so many different legs i think you know tortoises and i meant about four this one yeah. had six seven <laughs> it was a mutant tortoise. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was yeah <laughs> so um what sorts of things do you love to make um well um i think Anything, any time in the shed, it kind of differs. But at the moment, I think it, it varies between paintings, wood turning, and like my junk builds, because um, I'm kind of going in between those because people are asking for the paintings, but I want to kind of paint what I want to paint as well. So mm -hmm. if I do get time and I have the choice to kind of make what I want to make, I'd say it would be a painting, like a landscape painting, because um, I kind of stopped painting for a while for whatever reason and told I wasn't very good so I kind of it just it sets you back a bit then I, I wanted to paint I wanted to keep going and kind of improve like I've never been taught like properly how to paint yeah. um because I kind of moved into the animation model making side I wasn't really um in the fine art then of how to color and like palettes and you know how to kind of stretch canvases and all that mm -hmm. so if I do get time I'd say the paintings but um it kind of puts me in like a sort of headspace that is just so therapeutic because mm -hmm. there's no pressure there's no sort of guidelines it doesn't really matter if it's wrong because I can paint over it um it's just nice to kind of know that I can do what I want on a canvas yeah but um at the same time like I do love wood turning because I'm I still very much class myself as a newbie um and a novice but like uh, that's kind of learning so I know that like I love to learn so wood turning is definitely my 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 learning subject is um whenever I can get the chance I like to like turn a bowl and see them fly off the lathe now and again <laughs> just, just like whizzing back sorry to interrupt but just whizzing back to the mm. art and painting thing yeah you know what artists really inspire you you know whether or not the classical or postmodern or whatever, you know, who, wh what artists do you really love? And you look at their paintings and 
you go, wow, that so does it for me. And he, and yeah. he... it would be Tuna, um, right. and he does like the shipwrecks and like the um, the sunsets. Um, I'd say he's my favorite. And then shortly after, we Da Vinci, just for the fact that how he captures the the form, the human form, because I would say I'm not really great at faces and um, portraiture, so I admire Da Vinci's work like unbelievably he's one of my idols um but yeah i just it's practice i like i'll say that to anyone like you know mm -hmm. talent is a pursued interest if you if you want to work at it and you want to you know learn something that much you will put the time in and you will get better at it like your first painting compared to your 50th you know you will get better so hopefully hopefully i'll uh i'll venture into portraiture eventually yeah, did you did you catch the dramatization with Timothy Spall? No. Turner. Yeah, that was good. Oh yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. I did. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, really. yeah. That was really good. Really enjoyed listening to that. Well, there you go. Future. Uh, what's that? Master. There you go. Yeah. Future master. So yeah, same as anything. So if you've got to practice, and you know, you don't get anything. Uh, unless you put the hours in, same as you know, uh, an academic university course, learning to drive, painting, yeah. wood turning, mm. you know, anybody can do it. It's just not handed to you, is it? It's... Yeah. Well, Definitely. going back to the bit about whoever told you you couldn't paint, they obviously <laughs> needed to go to spec savers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was me. Well, Andy, AH Bespoke. Yeah. Uh, said that uh, Turner and Van Gogh neither studied art at uni. Yeah, no, Van Gogh is, is another one. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the I know lots of people, not necessarily creatives, but people who are doing stuff. And some of them who I know who are doing really well, you know, like big online A-list bloggers and stuff, yeah. They've never had any training or they've no qualifications and yeah, it, you, you don't have to do it. You've got natural skill and natural talent and yeah, thank you. just developing it over time. Yeah, and I'm sure yeah. the person that was mean to Sophie and said that because I remember, I remember the time that happened and Nicola, you'd just done a painting. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Nicola yeah. described it to yeah. me and we listened to the video yeah. and Nicola said, Christ, I wish I could paint that badly. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like... I mean, I really cannot paint. <laughs> yeah. Nicola loves art and paintings. Yeah, yeah. We've got quite a few hung in the house. Yeah. And Nicola said, gee, yeah, I wish I could paint that badly. And, you know, whoever said it, you know, screw you, Jack, because, <laughs> you know, they're saying, you know, same old story. They, they've probably never drawn or painted anything in their life or yeah. made anything. They've just looked at what you're doing and probably tried to compare it to you know some i don't know some world-class master but yeah shame on them shame i on think them. as well as that i think is getting used to sort of you will always have people on the internet and on youtube mm -hmm. that will just say something nasty you can't get rid of them they will be everywhere so yeah. i think it's just kind of like learning and kind of i was i was relatively new like I, it was only my first painting i put out and then to have that kind of comment i was like oh well What's the point of me doing it then if I'm going to get those kind of comments? But then it's re it's realizing that there was fifty lovely comments and supportive yeah. comments for that for that one, 
Yeah. And I think that's just our mindsets, the kind of the nasty comments take on a bit more than the positive oh, ones yeah. again. Uh, yeah, and I think, what's, you know, uh, you're entitled to feel how you feel. And you, yeah. you get a lot of friends and things getting in touch. And when you've had a bad moment or you've been trolled, people say, oh, don't let it bother you. It'll be all right. Don't worry about them. But you do. These, yeah. You've got no... Mm. Uh, chance of just letting it wash on by you know when i when you know when i've had a couple of moments and things and people said oh it's all right don't let it worry you but it does yeah, yeah it does. and uh there's a famous uh quote by eisenhower and so like the essence of what eisenhower said and it was to do with the d-day landings i think yeah. eisenhower said critics do not count yeah it's true. It's and, very true. And, and, and it was uh, Guy Martin when he was still racing at the Isle of Man TT. You know, he'd been on the podium, but he'd never actually won a race. And he gets all these people saying, oh, Guy, you know, you, when are you ever going to win? And, oh, you know, you, you were like this there on that corner and you had a bit of a wobble. And Guy Martin had got sort of like a bit peeved by it. And yeah. he said, do you, do you think I don't know that I should be winning and going faster there? But you want to try doing it sat on that motorbike going down a country lane at 200 miles an hour. He says, yeah. I know I'm well, I should be doing better. But, you know, it'll happen when it happens. And then yeah. he pulled out this quote, Guy Martin of Eisenhower. It is not the critic who counts. Mm. I won't read it all because it goes on. But uh, the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood. Mm. Yeah. Um Exactly, and I, I agree with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. So yeah. it's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I'll have a look at that. But I think yeah, we're all different. Like we've all had different pasts, different experiences, different sort of levels of pushbacks and like knockbacks, and you know, even if it's jobs or just life stuff. So yeah. you know, leave a person to to do what they want to and kind of bounce back when they need to. Yeah. Um, and I think that's as long as they do bounce back eventually, that's the most important thing. Learn and do things at their own pace. Yeah. You know, people people learn at different rates. And like you just said, let people get on with it the, the, the way they know how. And they'll yeah. get there. What they need is support. They don't need knocking down every time, mm. you know. Yeah, they've definitely. Stuck something on backwards. <laughs> <laughs> from experience. So um, tell us something that the maker community doesn't know about you. Well, going on from from that, um, I nearly failed A-level art. Like I barely scraped a pass. So, but that's, that's again, that's talking another sort of level that yeah. what I was making and what I was creating didn't fit within what the school boards yeah. and the school guidelines and the results wanted me to make. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's basically it but the, I don't think I've actually ever said that but um I, I remember doing really well at GCSE I took it for a level I didn't take like design technology or any sort of making it was just art and it was very much like fine art so if you couldn't paint the apples that were in front of you on the bowl then you had no chance you were gonna fail and I, I struggled with still life like I didn't really practice enough and 
I was more the making side of art than I wanted to do the landscapes and sort of stuff from my memory and stuff that I wanted to do, you know, just kind of the, the 3D sort of stuff and like the um, concept art as, as well and like the animation, the movement, stop motion, model making and bring that into sort of my art. But um, yeah, the, the teachers were having none of it and they nearly failed me. I think I was three marks off a fail. So there you go. But School mean nothing. To show it's very a niche thing, isn't it? And what you're doing, and what a lot of the makers are doing, is so far removed from that kind of academic art. And you know, if you look at um, what's he called, the guy, the wacky guy who makes all those machines, Colin Furs. Yeah, people like yeah. Colin Furs. I mean, they're just doing all these wacky things, aren't they? And yeah. They're doing what they want to do, and like if an idea pops in their head, they'll just do it. And that's kind of the the mindset that I love. I don't really want to be restricted by the guidelines, and that you have to do some sort of political art piece for this one. And it just all gets a bit strange and abstract art, all stuff like that that I don't quite understand. And I think everyone's, you know, art is subjective. Um, whatever sort of everyone's different you know whatever art you like it wouldn't be the same to the person sitting next to you mm. um so i th i think you know schools are, it's kind of hard for schools because they have to kind of group everyone together so they can mark them they can't have 30 students going off on 30 different tangents mm. because it'll be harder for them to do so yeah but um i'm, I'm glad i didn't really take it as a knockback because i, I still didn't really know when i left school kind of what sort of area of like art I wanted to go in so mm. I did like the foundation course which is kind of like a college course that let you have a taster of all the subjects so it was illustration fine art fashion um 3d you know all of them um even photography so they kind of put everything on like a on a weekly basis you could have tasters and then you kind of pick the two that you got on with the most and you pursued those mm. and that led me into the stop motion side of it because I just I preferred doing that and like stop motion is kind of a niche sort of art in itself and I kind of like that that it was his own sort of beauty towards towards that because it's on his own um the animation side of it mm. like Wallace and Gromit and and like uh I just yeah. I love that sort of admin style yeah yeah I, uh... Are you aware of that? Uh, sort of like it's sort of like a mixture of live action and a bit of sort of like animation. Uh, it's called Angry Kid. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I know Angry Kid. <laughs> Want to listen to that? I think <laughs> you know. Talk about being off piste, flipping yeah. it. Hilarious. His, his it. voice. It is insane. I'll let you listen to an episode later. That's an uh, an Ardman production, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, spin-off. It's very different to Wallace and Gromit, mind. Yeah, it's, uh, it's horrendously obnoxious, uh, offensive teenager. Uh, now, me and Charlie used to listen to it, and Charlie described what was going on and what the kid looked like. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's, it's just, I think it's hilarious. Did you yeah. like it, Sophie? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. It was, it was kind of, I wasn't really expecting it, because you, you kind of think, right, Ardman, Wallace and Gromit, Sean the Sheep. Yeah. It's very going to be timid. It's going to be very, like, you know, above board, PG, fine. Mm. Angry Kid comes on and it's just mental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very uh, risque. Yeah. 
I love it. Yeah, so I'm going to start because I, I have listened to them on YouTube. So, mm. yeah, so people out there listening, check out Angry Kids. Um, Scott, the blue light turner creating shavings since 2016 and in hospital with pneumonia says Angry Kid is epic. Yeah, um, JP Woodwork loves Angry Kid. Um, Dad, what was all that noise coming from your room last night? Yeah, there's episodes oh. where you know he's well. A lot of the episodes is in the back of the car, just yeah. spouting off this angry kid, saying, "Dad, Dad." And I don't know if it was setting uh, what time. I think it's the seventies because Charlie said he was on like a a chopper with an anorak. I don't know anyway, but you know, there's one episode he's in the back and he's sort of like pretending he's got Tourette's, <laughs> and it's it's funny. But yeah, <laughs> love it. Mum says you're a very naughty boy. <laughs> yeah. So, is there um, is there any skill that you've not tried yet, or any I don't know what you call it in making or creating, but sort of any avenue discipline, that, discipline, any discipline that you've not tried that you'd really like to have a go at? It's, it's what I've seen a lot of kind of recently is like the resin stuff. Yeah. Like, casting in resin i've seen so much like on youtube and actually casting your own like blanks and stuff i i'd love to do maybe not so much the blanks but like the you see like the resin pouring art and like the um canvases mm. so just kind of mixing that with a bit of what i already do then and kind of mixed media pieces mm. um but i've heard it's, it's kind of not not an expensive if you get like the right resin it's not an expensive hobby to get in but it's a very messy hobby to get into and um i don't think my mom and dad would be very happy if i make any more mess in this house <laughs> do, it, do it in your uh, in your maker space so you still got your sort of like your workshop in the garden in the shed yeah uh, at the moment you can't really get in my workshop because it's um there's organized chaos in my workshop at the moment yeah, yeah. um there's lots of boxes everywhere but uh it's do a do a sort out because um yeah it just yeah it needs some tlc i think <laughs> And just throwing stuff out because I'm really bad at hoarding stuff. Mm. And because I can justify anything, people just give me stuff and lids and um, ring pulls. And they're like, oh, well, you need this. And I can justify anything, like with the junk builds. I was like, but the kids could use that for a, I don't know, a, a hat for their robot or like a, a jetpack or, you know, mm. I will justify anything. So I've got to be a bit ruthless, I think, and just throw some stuff out. So where are you now? Uh, in my house, in my mum and dad's house. Right. In the, it, in the back bedroom. Oh, right. Okay. I, I wasn't sure where you were. Um, so um, let's see what everybody's saying. Um, AHB Spoke says carving is where it's at. Um, yeah. That's interesting. I'd like to try carving. Borg. Uh, um, oh, hang on. It keeps skipping up. Uh, no, I think someone added a comment on the bottom. Uh, what matters really is the heart you put in your work. Mm. It's difficult to push push past the negativity, you're right. But if your heart's in your craft, then I feel it makes up for the negativity. Yeah, yeah, that's true. true. Um, so, yeah. Um, yes, yeah, there's some a bit of talk about Cardiff and... Um, beeswax and lemon oil and mineral oil. Oh, so we'll right, have a yeah. look at that in a minute. Yeah. So, um, where can people find you? 
Uh, make it Soph on YouTube and make it underscore Soph on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Cool. So if you don't already follow Sophie, and I bet most of the people who are in the chat already follow you, do follow her. Um, and um, Did you hear your voice then? You went, do you follow her? No one very well, you know. You went, follow her. <laughs> Up on that. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. I'm not nervous at all. I'm I not nervous. It was just, I don't know. It's just a wobble. It was a wobble. <laughs> I, I can't remember what I was saying now. Follow her. Yeah. <laughs> follow <laughs> If you're not already following her. Everywhere. Follow her everywhere. <laughs> and uh, yes, she's continuing to uh, ascend and inspire and motivate artists young and old all over the place with a weird and wacky eclectic uh approach to i've just got to ask a question cobbling here. stuff together who does sophie think can reverse the car better her or chris oh, chris hands down well, <laughs> so must... there's obviously a reason yeah, well, for that have question you bumped your car sophie no, it was the first Maker Central and Bobby Duke and Nicole, his wife, um, were at, like holiday in in Wales and they came to Cardiff and they asked, oh, do you mind like if we hitch a ride with you to the NEC? Mm. I thought, oh, that's fine. You know, yeah, we'll drive. And um, I'm not a bad driver, but uh, Bobby said, oh, can we pull over? Can I use the, t- use the services and grab some food and use the toilet and stuff? I said, yeah, that's fine. And I kind of, you know, you got the lines like this when you park. I kind of parked like this, like completely diagonal. And Bobby got out the car and he was like, he didn't really say anything. I was like, sorry, I can't park, but I'm not going to move her either. (laughs) 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 But um, it was way away from the services. I wasn't in anyone's way. There was, I took, you know, full measures that I wasn't going to, you know, bump into anyone or anything like that. But yeah, I can't really park. I can park, maybe not reverse park. Well, I, our car has parking sensors, so I have been known yeah. to turn the car around on the drive and back it up to the workshop when I need to load the car. Yeah. But I wouldn't attempt it if I didn't have the parking sensors. So yeah. basically, if it's pointing the wrong way, I'll go on full lock forward until I get the back, beep, then opposite lock, back, beep, and I keep doing that until in my mind... And then what I have to do is put the handbrake on, put it in park, then go out and have a feel. <laughs> I, I am actually in front of our house and not the neighbours or on their lawn. Yeah, I, yeah. I've, I've come upstairs. It's usually in the morning when this happens. So I'll have gone for a shower. And when I've gone for the shower, the cars may be parking up towards the house. And I might just look out the window after I've had my shower and the car's parking the other park pointing the other way. Yeah. But I wouldn't attempt it if we didn't have parking sensors. So um, that's, that's probably what I need then. Some um, yeah. parking sensors. Get some parking sensors. Yeah. Retrofit them to your car. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a plan. Yeah. <laughs> and then Jamie can't say anything because I'll park brilliantly every time. Yeah, that's right. You show them. <laughs> well. Well, it's been lovely having you on the podcast, Sophie, and it was great to see you on Saturday and catch up with you and spend a bit of time with you. And I just know that 
you've got such a bright future and you're going to be doing even more amazing things than you've already been doing. Yeah, oh, thank you so much, guys, for having me on. You know, you both serve as like a massive inspiration for me, the both of you, like your hard work and just the way Chris approaches like work and, you know, how he turns is just brilliant to to watch. And um, yeah, no, I'll, I'll any, any demo you have in Cardiff, I'll be there. Yeah, thank, thank you very much. Well, yeah, lovely, kind words. And you know that all of that love that you just sent our way, we send it straight back to you and your family and your community. And yeah, we've got your back, sister. Don't you worry about that. Thank you. And likewise, and likewise. And Bamba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bamba. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Over there now. Yeah. Right then. Well, um, here endeth the Make a Monday segment. So we'll carry on with our little chat about what we've been doing this week. You're most welcome to stay. Yeah, um, stick around. Okay. And um, yeah, chip in if you like. Yeah, and... as often as you want to, as often yeah, as you need to. Yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah. Uh, and people, uh, have you got the uh, the chat up there on your screen, Sophie? Uh, yeah, I can get it up. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, people, by There's all means. There's lots of nice comments uh, there as well. Yeah, by all means, people, you can still keep uh, putting up questions and comments for Sophie to read there. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. She's she's hanging out with us for, for the rest of the show, so that's cool. Yeah. So there was um, Clive Farrant said, Hi, Chris, Nicholas, Sophie and everyone. I really enjoyed the demo in Cardiff on Saturday. The Thanks, tip Clive. about using beeswax, lemon oil, and mineral mineral oil as part of the sanding process was brilliant. Uh, yeah, like I say, uh, not originally my idea. Uh, something that I was told to do by Tracy Owen and Mick Hanbury, but it works so well in so many different applications. Mm. Whether or not you've got some vicious punky tear out on your work, or you want to keep dust down in your workshop because you haven't got dust extraction, you know, so uh, that's great. You can use it when you're still on the tools. You can use it with abrasives by hand. You can use it power sanding. Uh, and you could even use it as your final finish, which is great. Uh, yeah. Remember, if you are going to be using a different finish, like friction polish or lacquers or whatever, make sure you remove it all that wax. Uh, so uh, your final finish will bond correctly to your work. But... Yeah, yeah. I was. Clive uh, says he's a beekeeper as well. So yes, I remember talking to yeah. him. Yes, yes, he's got uh, he's got a, a ready supply of ye olde beesy wax. Yeah. Awesome. So um, first off, um, Scott, um, I, I have to read his name because I, where are you? The blue light turner creating shaving since 2016 is poorly sick. And <sighs> In hospital with pneumonia. Scott, Scott, so Scott. Get well soon, Scott. Yes. Um, hopefully, you won't be too long. Um, you don't want to be on a busman's holiday. No, because he's a paramedic. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, oh, well, at least you've got this real, real good understanding of what's going on uh, and uh, the medical procedures around yeah. Scott. So, uh, yeah, get well soon, mate. And uh, yeah, let us know how you're uh, progressing. Yeah. Mm. Um, we're going to do a gate crasher at the end of the podcast. So if anybody wants to gate crash for five minutes at the end, uh, stick your hand up. Um, and 
Well, I'd just like to say about an idea that I had for um, December, maybe the Christmas podcast. Be afraid, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, I came up with this really great idea whilst I was sat in the audience at Cardiff um, called Turning the Tables. And instead of us asking the questions, I thought um, people in the chat could ask a question and we'll add you into the uh, podcast and you can ask us questions. Yeah, oh, that'd be cool. that's a good idea. Yeah, so that's our Christmas special. That's our Christmas special called yeah. Turning the Tables. There you go. So, yeah. Ask away, folks. There you go. So it'll probably be, I'm not sure what date, um, but I'll sort that out. Um, so cool. if you've got any questions, jot them down. Oh, we're going to flip it. Yeah, yeah. So um, what else would you like to talk about? Well, what we've been up to. Yeah. Well, I went to Haitian. You went to Haitian. Let's do it chronologically. In that way, it helps me. Okay. So last Sunday, you went to Haitian. I think it was Sunday. It was Tuesday. Was it Tuesday? I think so, yeah. See, lost the plot. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a busy week. Yeah. Well, I went to Haitian. I think it was a, um, an old church um, called St. Peter's that's right on the coast. So I was doing some photography there. Um, it was a very wet day. Haitian is the ferry port near Markham. Northwest yeah, coast, and it has Viking connections. Uh -huh. um, so it was it was quite an interesting place. It was very quiet because it was a bad day weather wise. I didn't go. I no. was in the workshop. Um, I was the only one parked in the car park. Um, yeah, it was kind of a bit bleak, you know. Mm. Um, it's one of those places that I don't think I'd want to live, but um, it was interesting for photographs. And the, the churchyard was right onto the, well, there was a wall, but it was backing right onto the beach and the sea. Wow. Um, so, yeah, but there's uh, some quite interesting sort of weather and pictures you could get from there. Mm. Yeah, it was a nice little trip. So after that, we went to Shrewsbury. Shropshire. Yeah. Shropshire Association, was it? Shropshire um, Association of Wood Turners. Yeah, so that was funny because we were sort of like trying to factor in bad traffic and things like that. So we ended up being there uh, a little over... Uh, just over two and a half hours there early. <laughs> so we were in the car park. It was at a village called Bicton if memory serves, yeah. Bicton Village Hall and Club. So we were sat in the car park uh, for two and a half hours, yeah. weren't we? Yeah. But, you know, we were, we were listening to uh, stuff on YouTube and Nicola had prepared some... Oh, lovely sandwiches. We, yeah, Nicola had prepared <laughs> some uh, lovely uh, smoked, smoked salmon, salmon and, and cream, cream cheese. cheese sandwiches. We're not going to name and shame the supermarket where the bread crate came from but it was only a day old mm. and i opened my packet and straight away this dusty aroma smacked me around the face and i said this bread is off and then you had a look and went oh yeah it's all moldy so oh, wow. so uh we just peeled the sa smoked salmon <laughs> off the sandwich and ate that and that's all we had for our tea yeah 
some, some slivers of smoke down sat in the car park in Shropshire. Oh, yeah. It is, yeah. Oh, well, the other it's half. It's It's very canopy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, snaffling down smoked salmon. Uh, so, yeah. We had tea in the car. Uh, uh, but it, was, it didn't take us long, did it? No, no, it was about 25 seconds so we had dinner that night. Uh, and then we, uh, when when the, uh, the members and secretaries and chairman and things like that of the club turned up, it was uh, it was great, and they it was were really nice, really bunch, nice, really right? nice. And then I mentioned before that Graham, the chairman, was in two minds whether or not to book me, yeah, because he thought, mm, blind wood turner, how do I approach this? How do I speak to him? You know, what's the etiquette? So he he, he was very honest, saying, you know, I nearly didn't book you for this demo. But uh, he said he'd done his research and seen me on YouTube and uh, the media stuff that the BBC had done mm. and all that sort of stuff. And he'd watched the video that Axminster did. So uh, after after he'd done his research, he didn't panic so much and he booked us for the demo. And it was yeah. a great demo. Uh, and they're going to have us back next year, I think. So that was great. So thank you very much, Shropshire Association of Woodturners. Uh, and uh, we came back. Uh, in fact, we did. We had, it was a late night, that wasn't it? It was a late night. It was about half 12 when we got home. Yeah, it was about two o'clock by the time we went we, to bed. We, because we hadn't had any dinner, we stopped off and got something to eat. So we had our. Oh, yeah, I was in the supermarket at midnight, wasn't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. Shopping. Yeah, thanks. Quiet. Yeah. And <laughs> we went to the same supermarket that had sold us the moldy yeah, bread. I didn't buy any bread, though. No, we didn't buy any bread. So we got some snacks. So we were up. Having our uh, our dinner at one in the morning, uh, so that was nice. So, yeah, Thursday then, uh, I did something completely abnormal for me, and it was like, you know what? Screw this! I'm going to leave the car full. I was really tempted to unload the car, bearing in mind that we we're going to Cardiff the day after. I was really tempted to unload the car. And sort through everything to make sure I had everything and then reload the car. And you know what? I said to myself, I'm not going to. I said, well, we'll just leave it all in the car and just go to Cardiff with it as is. Uh, and we did. And it was yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. But mm, yeah, it felt strange not unpacking the car. Uh, but we thought, well. I wasn't too bothered because we were going to Axminster and I figured that if you'd missed anything or you hadn't got anything they'd have it they'd have it so yeah um yeah so yeah that went well the drive down to cardiff uh we saw like was on the motorway from here to chester then we picked up the a road north wales and we just uh went down the a road right down the center of wales really well a bit to the right mm. uh, of wales and went straight down uh and the traffic was brilliant. The weather was poop. Yeah. The, the, the rain was just nonstop, as it was for most of the weekend. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah, it really hammered down, didn't it, whilst we were in Cardiff? Yeah. Uh, Friday afternoon. Yeah. Is it always <laughs> like that down there, Sophie? Yeah, it's rain and cheap. That's all we got. Rain and cheap. <laughs> yeah, world-class artists. <laughs> Something that you've got, though, um, we went into Aldi, um, because we decided we are going to have a deli tea on mm. the Friday night, didn't we? So I went into Aldi and stocked up on a few things. Mm. And it was just funny because 
instead of saying um we're now opening till number four it was in welsh yeah um and that was uh did you feel like you was on holiday then i feel like i was in a foreign land in a different country yeah, we like to just put everything twice on everything. Directions and you have like a normal spelling, then just a load of consonants underneath. Which yeah, whenever I enter Wales, all you hear out of me for about three hours is Hedlu, Araf. Yeah. And stuff like that, you know, that I remember from sort of like seeing garbed on the on the roads and on signs. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, mm. What's ambulance? Ambulance or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, like that. so, yeah. That's quite similar. Well, and church as well is like Eglise in French. Eglise. Eglise. Yeah, Eglise is Eglise, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Similar, it is similar because there's a few French kind of similar to French, um, but like some words are just ridiculous. Like they just don't even make sense. Like car yeah. in Welsh is car. <laughs> so yeah. why, why do we even bother? <laughs> <laughs> I do love the Welsh language, mind. I, I do. I don't know a lot of it, but um, I learned a little bit when I was in school. But yeah, it's very strange. Some words. Yeah, I think it's a cool language. It sounds great when you hear it being spoken. I think it's yeah. very cool because it's just got that the the old and you know Celtic and yeah medieval connotations. Whenever I hear Welsh or Scandinavian, all I think of is great battles. You know, that's what's microwave in Welsh? Popty ping. Popty ping? Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, we've got a popty ping. No, we don't have a popty ping. <laughs> no, popty ping. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> Everyone loves microwave in Welsh. <laughs> said microwave in Welsh. How can you not love popty ping? A country that has got popty ping <laughs> as a microwave. That is it. That's that's I'm moving to Wales. So you can go into um, where do you go, Curry's or PC World or whatever the company is. We could go and say, "Can I have a popty ping, please?" Yeah, and then when yeah. they do it, we can say "dioch." Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm there. I'm bilingual. <gasps> so microwave and thank you. You sorted. <laughs> yeah, that's all we need. Yeah, I can eat and not get kicked out of places. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody said, "How do you hold your breath long enough to do that?" I don't know what that was in reference to. Now, uh, anyway, JP was asking how you hold your breath that long. Um, Is that for Clanfair PG? I don't know. Um, anyway, that place in Anglesey, you know, that one was about Clanfair, Pulgrin, Gil, Go, Gri, Terran, Drogo, Clanticilio, Go, Go, Go. Oh, see, nailed it. Oh, my God. You've never done that before. Charlie can say it as well. Oh, sod off. Wouldn't know it all. Oh, I went to university. Well, I didn't. Screw you. Nicola can say that. Chris, you could say pop-de-ping. I can say pop-de-ping. Yeah, that sums us up. Nicola's there coming out with this word. We're very good Welsh. It's got 26 letters. And blind away goes pop-de-ping. <laughs> Thumbs us up, doesn't it? <laughs> hey, the My fair to say to go, 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 pop, ping. 
I'm never leaving this house ever again. I'm going to get you a badge with that right. one, I think. Right, that's it. Can someone make me a T-shirt? I'm, I'm going to get a badge for me. It's going to be that big. Someone get me a T-shirt made up, and it's got a pic. Sophie, you could do this. I could do this. Get some fabric paints, draw me a microwave yeah. on it, and underneath, right, popty ping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> make your central goals this year. Yeah, bring it. And yeah. I'll wear it all weekend. Potty ping. That's epic. <laughs> so anyway, so we were at are we still at Shrewsbury? Are we we we've been back to Wales about eight <laughs> times? No, we've been to Wales. The road down was Popty Ping. Right? It was torrential Popty Pinging. Uh, so when we got there Friday afternoon, Lee. Lee was really, really nice. As, yeah, as, oh, as Lee usual. was great all weekend. Yeah, on Saturday, I mean, he's just he's yeah. on his game. Lee, Lee's on his game, and uh, yeah, we set up on Friday afternoon, which is great. Yeah, uh, I'm allowed to get my head in the game a bit. I can set up because uh, you know a lot of sighted makers and wood turners, you know, they can get to their demo like 15 minutes before they're due to start and. That's it. They're off to go. I can't work like that. My brain doesn't work like that. My uh, my psyche won't allow me to work like that. You know, I have to get there, set up, prepare, go through the routine, start processing things. Uh, so, yeah, he looked after us Friday afternoon whilst I was doing that. Mm. And Saturday morning, we can turn up. We've got, you know, like three quarters of an hour, an hour mm. to just, you know, fine tune and tweak things. And then we're good to go. Mm. Uh, so we had obviously Sophie came. Yes, Sophie. Um, T plus G making came. Yeah. Um, he makes, she makes. They came. Mm. Uh, Tinkneering came. Um, Clive. Clive came. Clive. Yeah. Uh, who else? Diane. The uh, yeah, Diane. Diane was there. Uh, and it was a great turnout. It was, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a full house in the it morning. Was a, it was a full house all morning. And then after lunch, it sort of like subsided a the bit. select people. Yeah. <laughs> but then it started to build again, didn't it? And there was, Yeah, it sort of came. It's a bit came yeah, came back. And then yeah. sort of like mid-afternoon, uh, yeah, there was a hell yeah, thing. Yeah, so quite a few people came in in the afternoon and sort of stopped and had a look and... And that family with four kids were there. Gareth went off spending money and all that. <laughs> yeah. Because he was yeah. saying, oh, he's over there looking and at And Keris came. Keris, who was 16. Yeah. So the first project I did, uh, uh, a copper beach bowl that was power carved and textured uh, and coloured. Keris uh, picked the colours and she picked chestnuts, metallic, silver first and mm. then dry brush pink over so it was just a, a very subtle shimmer so she got that with it being her birthday mm. it's only right you know mm. and she's learning how to do some turning now isn't she mm. uh with t and g yeah uh yeah ironic mm. i'm having a g and t <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so uh that was great yeah lovely girl caris happy birthday and then the second project was an off centre gobbler. Yeah. Uh, which we left. Which we left store. in store. So that's on the shelf in the live workshop. Yeah. That went very well, that demo uh, for the off centre. That was a lovely piece of spalted beach that you selected. Or you selected those 
uh, both the Copper Beach and yeah. the Spalted Beach. Uh, and then I had time to do a third project, which was a magic wand, seeing yeah. as it's getting near, you know, Halloween and Christmas. And, you know, magic wands are great gifts for young and old alike and the mm. Harry Potter fans. So mm. that was good. So we uh, we gave that away to a, a chap that was there with his kids. Yeah. Who, uh, the the little girl, she's going as a witch for Halloween. Yeah. So yeah. she's going to have it, what we told her. Yeah. You know, she's got to use it for good magic. Mm. Can't put a pimple on her dad's bum. Yeah. Bamba gave her a big lick as well because she sat on the floor at one point and mm. Bamba was sort of lurched off in her direction and licked her face. Mm. She wasn't really impressed. <laughs> she's strong about two foot tall. I know. Yeah. You know, six foot of German Shepherd coming and bounding to you. So, yeah, it was a great day. It really was. Yeah, it was a really good day. Uh, well, it was nice to see so many f familiar faces mm. and catch up. And yeah. um, it's always nice when when people come and, you know, people we know, it it does make it a different kind of day, doesn't it? Yeah, and the drive home was, was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah. We left at about five, ten past five, something yeah, like that. Yeah, we were out to there quite quickly. Yeah, and we were home for 8.30. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, so but we we just came back up. Uh, it was the M4 then, M5, M6, straight back up mm. north. Just stopped once for fuel. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The world's, yeah, and world's, the most, world's don't world, ever stop at Gloucester, Gloucester services. services. World's most expensive fuel. God, I, I need to tweet about that. It was a hundred and forty-eight p a liter. Wow. And well, by the time we stopped, I thought, well, I may as well just put it in, but. Um, yeah, it's probably about 25p more per litre than I've ever paid. Mm. So I said to the you guys, told him, didn't I you? did, I said, your fuel's really expensive. Mm. Um, but it was kind of, they got a lot of artisan food in the shop as well. and Local yeah. produce and yeah, farmers. which would be great, but not really. Um, You're paying for it at the pump. Yeah, yeah. And he, he said to you, didn't he? Oh, we've been told that a lot lately that our fuel's too expensive. Yeah, and he said they dropped it a few pence recently. There you go, it'd been up to well, a yeah, it was, hasn't it? I mean, you know, we've paid like, I don't know, one thirty something and one thirty six, but mm. yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Sophie? Us struggling artists having to pay so much for our fuel when we travel around the country demonstrating. It's not only one forty eight, that's that's steep in there, that's you don't want to go to those services then, so they'll be losing business because people yeah. just purposely avoid going. Yeah. yeah, I need to have a look. I think there used to be an app or something or a website that said how much petrol was at different yeah. places. I need mm -hmm. to check it because, um, yeah, I'm a bit stingy when it comes to things like that. I don't like being ripped off. No. no. And they used to, I mean, I don't know if you ever remember this, but they used to put the price of petrol on the sign so when you went past it, it said you know gloucester services fuel one pound whatever it was um so you kind of knew how much you were getting into before you drove through yeah but obviously i've said to you if you're down to your last little bit in the tank you know you've got no choice you have to go there yeah. you know it's either that or break down you know, uh, and need assistance. So, yeah. in in that in that respect, you know, we've got you over a barrel. But yeah. if you can make it to somewhere else, yeah, avoid. Yeah, yeah. don't go to Gloucester. It's blacklist. It's on the list. Yeah, it's on the list. 
Yeah, we've started a list. We have started a list. Yeah, Gloucester <laughs> Services, you're on it. So what else have we done? Anything? Yeah, I've been doing more magic ones today. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, ongoing for Heart and Tower for their gift shop. Yeah. Uh, Annie and James that own Bigging Hall, the country house hotel we like in Derbyshire. Yeah. She's commissioned 26 key rings for yeah. me to turn. Uh, because they have quite a few people at Christmas staying over yeah. and Christmas dinner there. So she likes to give them a little gift from under the tree. So uh, she got in touch uh, and said, Chris, can you make us some key rings? So I'm doing the gifts for the ladies that are staying at Biggin Hall. Yeah. And then James, who's uh, Annie's husband, he's an artist and he's one of his relatives does some turning. So he's going to make something for the guys. Uh, so that's cool. So I've started cutting the the blanks, basically the pen blanks that you're cutting down. Mm. I've started cutting them down this afternoon as well. So I've been in the workshop most of the day. Yeah, we've done some admin, some emails. Yeah, uh, I've got a few emails fired off and stuff like that. Oh yeah, and also can we just give a huge shout out to Dan from Taylor's Murfield? Uh, recently, father again. Yeah, he's had a well, his wife's had another baby. Yeah. Uh, a little girl. Yeah. So congratulations, so, yeah. y'all. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. There you go. More sleepless <laughs> nights. What are you doing tonight? Mm, wiping ass. <laughs> that's, that's what I remember hugely. Charlie was a little bugger. He'd be asleep all the time. As soon as you sat down with your tea, he'd fire up. Bloody smell. You could smell of the food would wake him up. <laughs> Funny. So, anyway, T plus G making said we should have gone to Sainsbury's in Newport. Uh, oh, thanks. Yeah, thanks for telling us now. Woulda, shoulda, coulda. <laughs> we'll remember that uh, if we get if we get booked for Cardiff next year. Yeah, yeah, we won't be going there again. Yeah. So this week um, we're going to. Uh, Shrewsbury, Stafford, Stafford. We've done Shrewsbury. I know. I keep wanting to say Shrewsbury again. It's because Shrewsbury and Shropshire, and yeah. it's like yeah, Stafford. Yeah, so yeah, we're going to like it, Is it Shrewsbury, Stafford? Yeah, so we're going to Stafford um, Friday. Yeah, demonstration. Yeah, Friday evening. Yeah. So we'll drive down, do the demo, straight back. That's not a huge haul. Is it really? No, no. Uh, Stafford. Uh, so that should be fun. What else have we got planned? Uh, I think that's about it. You, you've got more turning. Oh, to someone's do. coming tomorrow to. Oh yeah, you've got some photography tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. A uh, a photographer uh, is coming round to uh, do some photographs and, and some video. video. Doing some video. And mm. then on Wednesday, you've got Matthew back from Hong Kong. Yes, Matthew, my intern. Yeah. So, so he'll be starting his final year at uni doing uh, media. I forget the correct name of the uh, courses on media, film, mm. all that gubbins. Mm. So Matthew's back. We'll just need to get in touch with him. Yeah. Uh, just to confirm he's landed safely. So we're kind of, uh, we've more or less finished. Um, 
our our segment. Yeah. So we're going to throw it out now. So um, any gate crashes out there? Who'd like to gate crash today? Who wants today? to come and join us for the last five or so minutes? It's very painless. Yeah, Nicola will send you the very quick link. Sophie can attest to that. It was fine. <laughs> Absolutely fine. <laughs> Oh, we're not going to ask them the five questions. They can no, just come no, on. No, no, it's and, just, and, uh, and just if you've got anything you've been doing this week that you'd like to share, yeah, or yeah, if you want to um, just come and tell us, tell us about a project. Anything. JP's coming. Yay! Of course he is. <laughs> Let me just copy this yeah. link. Right, JP. There's your link. <clears throat> <clears throat> so if you click on that link, it will add you to our studio. And then I can... Um... Are you ready for this, Soph? No. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you speak to JP yesterday? No. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Bad enough of him now. Yay. Hello. Oh, sure. Hello. Hey. Oh, Gate crasher Jamie. How are you, sir? Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad. Took a whack to the face today. Well, all right, have you managed that? You, you, you can probably see. Well, you couldn't, Chris, but yeah. everyone else can. Matching microphone. Yeah, yeah we have. We have. What happened? Yeah. Uh, the the, the crush the tenon on the chuck. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and uh, it's basically... I had a big chunk of wood on the lathe. And uh, it weren't going too hard. It basically hit the chest and rolled up mainly. But yeah, it, it wasn't too bad. Oh, so wow. it was only it was only it was only going about five hundred. So so where did it that was lucky? It? it kind of hit me there and then rolled up my face shield. Oh right. So yeah, it weren't too bad. So it's so, kind of winded you a bit. No, nah, not really. No, it could have been a hell of a lot worse. So yeah, yeah it's uh, it should always wear definitely wear your face shield. Yeah. It, it, yeah. If if a if a if a was going a bit faster, it could have hit straight in my face mm. so yeah but other than that i'm all right well there you go mm. uh well yeah wow flipping it there you go folks you heard it from the man himself uh he's escaped serious injury because he had it yeah so uh, when, when do you want them turning lessons so <laughs> yeah i mean yeah, you don't want to, you know, publish like stories like that. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll wait till you've got a positive story, and then you can. You can All, right, okay. <laughs> All right, okay. All right, okay. So, what have you been up to then, JP? What have I been up to? Um, I've been kind of decorating my workshop. To be honest, it's kind of organising, and um, next door uh, are moving, I think, and they're kind of offloading. A load of drawers. I've built a tall wall and yeah, just kind of sorting out my workshop and just kind of general organization and yeah, just kind of making it a bit tidier. Mm -hmm. So cool. yeah, getting getting there. So Good. got a couple more things to do. Uh, Dale from Maple Tree Studios wants to paint my walls white, so I'll keep telling them they don't need it, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, there's a, there's a couple more things that need doing, and I'm probably going to do a shop tour because I've never done one of them yet. So, and people keep asking me to do it. So, yeah, yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, definitely. So, um, what are you making at the minute? 
what am I making at the moment? So this, the project I'm making at the moment is, uh, it's a project that's been kind of ongoing since 2017. And this, uh, my, since my trip to the States, um, I, I don't think I've actually got any pictures on me at the moment. Um, so what I've actually done is uh, while I was in the, the States and traveling down the keys, um, I went into a, a museum and there was a, like a, a, a massive statue of uh, dolphins flying through water mm. and it was made out of just glass. And I got it in my head that I could kind of recreate it out of bow and resin and all that sort of stuff. And I've had that in my head ever since. Um, so I've, I'm in the middle of doing that at the moment. So I've compound cut a dolphin out of maple bow and I've shaped it and all that sort of stuff. Mm. And now I'm going to start doing some... Uh, I've got the resin. I was just going to do a pour of it tomorrow. Right. So, yeah, so I'm going to have the, like, the dolphin kind of levitating out of it. Or mm. I don't know if I'm going to have it say it's jumping in or jump just about jumping out or what. I don't know yet. Yeah. I haven't decided. So, But it's, it's all come from that in 2017. So... Mm. Yeah. Have you have you put any pictures up, or have you made any video? I've 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 no not I've only recorded only got what I've recorded at the moment. Um, I do have a picture somewhere of the original um piece on my external hard drive. So I haven't actually got it with us. It's downstairs, unfortunately. But I will have a picture of the original bit that I saw. It, I is it, it unfortunately the picture's a bit blurry because um while we was going around the. Uh, the art gallery, we got told we couldn't take pictures. So we was walking out the art gallery at the time when I saw this piece. Yeah. So it was a quick case of, right, put it on video mode and walk past that piece. Yeah. So I was lucky to get it in frame. So I was, it was kind of slowed down in the video editor and then snap a picture of it in the video editor. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a bit blurry, but so yeah, that's, that's basically what I've been doing. Cool. Is organising and doing a bit of resin and bowl stuff. And how was the podcast yesterday? The podcast was very, very well. Yeah, we, we had uh, we had some young lady on there. Yeah, go, I think she's going to go far. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, she's starting to get noticed now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She's starting to make a name for herself. It's only been a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Once yeah. yeah. she once she uh, takes her foot out of her rear end, she might do something. Yeah, something. Who knows? Well, something. I'll yeah. do something. Who knows? We'll have to listen to it. We can't listen to it yet, we'll, but we'll listen to it and uh, yeah. see what you talked about. Yeah, I was really nervous. Like at the beginning, I think I stumbled on like loads of words, and um, there was like feedback in the mic, so all I heard was. Like what I was saying, but just repeated, and then I was yeah. just stumbling. Yeah, we, yeah, we realized it was Chris, and then I was just like, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. But, um, yeah, we realized it was Chris because Chris is in LA at the moment, I think. Right, right. yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, StreamYard, yeah, you used StreamYard yesterday, didn't you? Yeah, we use, uh, yeah, we use StreamYard, yeah, yeah, we use this for the podcast, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm still here, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we good. use this for the um, podcast. 
yeah yeah it's uh, it's working well mm. yeah well awesome. yeah. so i yep. think that's about it then for this week yeah unless jamie's got anything else he just anything wants else you'd like to add um, I will add that uh, everything that we spoke about yesterday with the Mini Makers um, will be officially out on Wednesday. It will be out on Wednesday about 9 o'clock or 9.30 UK time, okay. so you can catch up everything there. Um, I will add something a little bit extra. So Kat from Hippie Noodle, Ooh, yeah. um, what we're actually doing is she's taking everybody's T-shirts. So if you've got, a t if you've got yourself a T-shirt, yeah. And you've got your logo on it. Yeah. What you do is you send cat a uh, send cat your t-shirt. Yeah. So all your detail, all of the details for that is on the uh, the Makers International Podcast website, which is makersinternationalpodcast.com. Um, what she's doing is it's it's hashtag Maker Quilt. So what she's doing, she's taking all of the t-shirts and she's going to sew them all together. Mm. And like I say, the address is on the website. And after the T-shirts are all sewn together and made into a quilt, mm -hmm. it's all going to be auctioned off the, the quilt and all the money is going to go to Guide Dogs UK to mm -hmm. hopefully sponsor a dog. Okay. So, and, that, and, and since Kat is putting all the, uh, the work in, we let Kat decide where the money is going to go. Right, so okay. and Kat's, Kat's chosen choice was Guide Dogs UK. That's right. really nice. That's wonderful. Yeah. Are you listening, Bam Bam? Yeah, we need to do that. It was on my list, and then it sort of—it's—I've not done it yet, so I need to get on. Yeah, to that. We, yeah we, we've had a couple of people sending some shirts, I believe. Um, but there is uh, there was a, there's a few details over there that people in the states may need to understand. For example, you need to send a t-shirt um, under the price of ten dollars, yeah, and send it as a gift because. There's there's actually uh, there's a store I, I forget the name what it's called it's Mar, uh, Mars something I, I forget what again I forget what it's called I haven't got it up in front of us um, but they've actually donated a lot of stuff for Cat to help her make the quilt yeah. and they've they've also basically been like a um, like a, a, a store for where you can send it all so Cat hasn't got a load of t-shirts turning up at her house yeah. You know, kind of like what Caitlin did with the ring and what Chestnut did. Yeah. You know, Chestnut said, right, you can just send all, send us all the rings. Well, that's what this uh, haberdashery shop has done for Cat. Yeah. Brilliant. So, yeah, so, yeah they've they've also donated like, all the cottons and all that sort of stuff for That's really for cool. Cat. So, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so we, obviously we don't want them getting any customs charges or anything like right. that. Yeah. 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 No, that's great. Like, and... I mean, obviously, going to guide those, that's... Yeah. Very so, uh, yeah. Amber. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah you, you sort of like hearing it straight from the horse's mouth there. Yeah, getting a guide dog is a such a huge life-changing thing. Uh, and yeah. If it, if it wasn't for Bamber, I'd be housebound, especially Nicola, you know, being out and, you know, working in meetings and things. But you get a guide dog and the blind are able to go out without getting flattened by the number 67 bus. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I'll keep it. I'll keep everything updated on the, the podcast Facebook page and on the website. So all information's over there if you want to go and find out about it. That's great. All right. 
appreciate the reminder on that as well. Um, it's uh, we'll get that sorted. Yeah, awesome. Well, it's it's been great chatting with you as a surprise. So that's lovely to see you. Thank yeah. you for gate crashing. And Sophie, it's just been lovely having you mm -hmm. on as Thanks. our Maker Monday guest as well. Indeed. Um, and um, yeah, it's, it's an absolute pleasure having a chat with you about your making. And um, we really do wish you all the very best with everything that you do. Thank you. Hopefully, it's not too long before I come and see you guys again. And yeah. thank you to yeah. everyone who um, tuned in to the chat as well today. Yeah. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you to uh, Sophie, uh, Make It Soul, uh, a very, very inspiring, lovely young maker that's taking it out to the kids. Yeah. Really important work. Yeah. And then you've got uh, JP, who's an incredible artist and scroll saw artist and really nice guy. And well done, Jamie, for letting everybody hear the importance of wearing your face shield. Yeah. Yeah, they're not just there for yeah. uh, uh, what they're not just there for. Uh, show. For Christmas. Show. Yeah, yeah, face shield. It's for life. <laughs> <not just>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. For, sa for yeah. safety, not just for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So, right then. Yeah, and thank you to everybody who's been watching. Thank you to everybody in the chat. Um, it's great having you there, and uh, we really appreciate you being part of the podcast. Indeed. Um, and thank you very much for all your comments and um, taking part. So, hope everybody has a great week, and we will be back next week. Um, can't remember who the guest is next week. So I will be posting about it. I meant to check as we were talking. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah we'll, we'll let you know. We'll let you know who it's going to be. So, yeah, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Sophie. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you, Nicola. Thank you, Bamba. Don't forget thank to... You, Chris. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe. Don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe to our lovely guests here uh, and to people in the chat, their channels. Uh, spread the love. Give everyone as much support. Uh, and go and watch Steve Twydell um, live. I think he'll be going live at half past nine. So go and watch Steve live as well. And he's giving an update about the creative van. Thanks, Leona. Yeah, thank you. Thank you all so very much. Good night, sayonara. I'm going for a gin and tonic. And, uh, yeah, big love to you all. Bye. Bye, guys. Night, guys. Yeah. Bye. Right, just ending the broadcast.